What's up? We are back in your podcast feed. This is the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. It's been a while. It's been far too long. And of course, in a two-man outfit, only one's to blame. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. You're doing I was in a coma. (laughs) Again. For like a month straight. You know what? For anyone who just woke up out of a coma and decided Uh, to listen to like... I feel bad now. Hey, to all of you who woke up out of a coma... Think of the percentage of our listening audience that has had experience with comas. If you've been out for over a year you are not gonna believe what fucking happened in 2017 <laughs> but that's all right because we're in 2018 yeah and different president now so we're fine it's fine it's our first recording in a while especially here in this month of february but you know what has come as a good result of all this of not recording for almost a month a lot of a gaming l- and movie and exactly. tv exactly uh, yeah and wouldn't you know it, we're the guys that are just right here to break it down for you and give our two cents worth OMG. And a happy Black History Month. You notice, okay, I didn't think about this, uh-huh. but Black Panther originally was going to drop in November. They scheduled it to February. I didn't even think of it. It's Black History Month. Black oh. Panther. I don't know There's why gotta I be never at least put two and some two together. Congruency uh, yeah, I'm sure. there. I'm sure. And we're on the eve of Black Panther coming out. It's been a Probably long time. a smart move for them. They can Completely. put any final touches on it. And really, what is their, what are they competing against right now? Nothing. Nothing. And exactly. I haven't looked forward to a movie since Last Jedi, quite honestly. Right. And so it's been a little bit of a dry spell. And what would they have been competing with exactly. in November? Last Jedi. And Thor had just come out a uh, few weeks yeah. previous, too. Well, we're going to get into all that kind of good stuff. But welcome. It's episode 47 of these two guys talking about geek culture, and we're glad to be here with you. What What's on tap today, Brandon? We have a lot for uh, games, movies, and TV that we want to go over. We're going to cover as, you in geek culture. Um, there was some news in gaming, especially some delays. As far as movies go, we wanted to just kind of discuss this month of May that's coming up and how Disney is straight owning the month of May with the movies that they got coming out. And then speaking of Disney and one of their many, many properties that they now own, Star Wars. Game of Thrones, are they headed on a collision course? Apparently, some sources say yes, so we'll get into more of that with more details. And TV, well, you know, we keep going to the well of Netflix, and here we are again talking more about Netflix original shows. But yeah, we're going to conclude our thoughts about The Punisher. I know it was already in November, which seems like a lifetime ago, but we never got to put our thoughts on it, our conclusions. Our, yeah. yeah, and we yeah. both have now... <laughs> And we both have now completed it, so we want to get into a little bit of our final thoughts there. And there's this new show, Altered Carbon, which apparently is based off a, a graphic a, novel. Yep. or Yeah, a, series. Yeah. Yep. I never knew that, but I've now come to find a lot about it. And we're just going to give some initial impressions about that. And last Sunday, America's kind of unofficial holiday, the Super Bowl, brought us a lot of goodies. I think Monday is the actual holiday where After, everybody calls yeah. in sick. Yeah, and feels their food coma's yeah. really kicking in. And we're going to get into all the cool little... Uh, what would you call them? Care packages. Uh, what's the what's the uh, trailers? Is that what you're getting and, at? Yeah, I'm trying to use a shitty metaphor. No, Obviously. they're just calling trailers. We saw a bunch of trailers. <laughs> hey, for, how you doing? Uh, a, a whole bunch of movies that really piqued our geek interest during the Super Bowl. And we're so gonna, we're gonna go through those rapid fire. We are at the because, end. as you can tell, it's a pretty compressed yeah. show. That's what happens when you don't record in a while. But it is our tradition. We know you love it as much as we do. We want to let you know about some great new products and services in the form of what we call our fake sponsors. Check them out real quick. You've heard the expression, no harm, no foul, but you've never heard it quite like this before. Introducing an all-new subdivision of PETA, whose mission is to make the world a safer place for birds. This organization is called 
no harm, no foul. Whether that means we stop eating the flesh and eggs of our feathered friends or we stop kicking chickens, no harm, no foul is committed to keeping these beautiful creatures safe. No harm, no foul urges you to keep the cocks of this world out of your mouth and instead looks to redirect and satisfy your cravings with knowledge. So treat your pheasant pleasant. Make that hen your friend and bring good luck to a duck by finding out more about their cause at noharmnofoul.org That's noharmnofoul, F-O-W-L But hey, don't take my word for it. I'm like a bird, I'll fly away. Hey, I'm once important celebrity Nelly Furtado. You know, from music. With a name like mine, it makes sense that I'd be a spokesperson for an organization like No Harm, No Foul. And like, birds are awesome. And besides, I don't have anything else going on in my career currently, or personal life for that matter, so I'm proud to stand behind this organization. Please donate now and support this cause, and you too can fly like a bird. Don't eat the bird, just let them fly away. Forget that Hitchcock movie. It's really inaccurate, because birds are actually super friendly. Well, thank you very much to our fake sponsors. We really appreciate the lack of support. <laughs> yeah, it's not helping us in no. any way, shape, or form. But if you enjoy them as much as we do, hopefully we'll keep them for a you. shred, then you got to keep coming back to the Random Fandom Podcast. We have a lot to get into. Where should we start, Brandon? I want to talk about movies because I am excited about what's on the horizon for Disney. So let's start there. May 4th, Avengers Infinity War, the unofficial part one. New trailer for that, but we'll get into that a little later. Deadpool 2 is May 18th. And then Solo, just seven days later, is May 25th. And yes, those are all in different pockets of the geek universe. Well, not, I mean, well, well not have, really the Marvel ones, we have but two, two comic book movies, but I'm trying to say all the tides that bind. It's now yes. Disney stuff. I, I know. Right. Which is crazy. It's, it's amazing. What percentage of media do they now own now after the Fox acquisition? Oh, it was no like, idea. there was like some guesstimation number out there that was like probably too high in retrospect, but uh, yeah, they're getting really close to maybe what the feds are looking at as a illegal monopoly. Monopoly. Um, I didn't say that right. I just heard myself. But yes, you But honestly, as far as I'm concerned, as the viewer, Disney is doing a bang-up job. And yes, I agree. I'm very excited for the month of May. This is almost like why you can understand why MoviePass has taken off so much. Uh, I still for, need to get one. I probably am going to have to by May. You know, Instead of paying the 10 11 or whatever your local admission price is, those are three tiles for sure. I'm going to say see at least once. Yeah, and that's I can 30 say bucks that, in May alone. Yeah, at least. And I might be seeing those movies more than once if I see it with a friend and then right. I take this person to go see or something like that. And I think Disney has proven that these movies are going to be quality. I mean, every once in a while, they'll throw out something that is not really top of the game. But I have absolutely no reason to think that Avengers, Deadpool... And Solo won't be good. Solo, I'm a little worried about. I was just going to say, that one has some... Because there's, we've heard some issues. The trailer that came out wasn't... Very obscure. All that great. 
But really, I, as far as I'm concerned, Avengers and Deadpool, I'm I'm sure they're going to be good. Rank them for me. Level of uh, anticipation one, two, three. Avengers, Deadpool, and and Solo, in that order. I agree. Cool. We God should... damn, I hate when we agree. We're supposed to disagree for the sake of good listenership. Ah, drama. So yes, May month of May, going to be fresh, going to be fun. Here's the some just little gripes I have. Okay. How about give them some time to breathe? You're cutting off your right arm to save your left arm a little bit here. And yeah. I mean by that is just one week later after Deadpool 2, Deadpool 2, highest grossing R-rated movie in its original first go-around. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, you're going to kill it to some degree with Solo. I know it's all their money coming in, so it's all good. And maybe but, there's some analytical but things. you're right. They could totally get, if they split them up, they could really maximize and and be the top of the box office for a significantly longer time. And here's the thing. We do not work in Hollywood. We have nothing to do with this. We don't know what it takes, but you got to think there's something going on there where they're just really like looking at like analytics saying the month of May is the biggest box office turnout historically or just this last quarter or I don't know what it is, but there's something, some reason they're doing this. So that to me is just a little bit of it's just like, ah, there's going to be almost fatigue like uh, yeah, and almost totally. it almost seems like it's keeping attendance on people like us who are going to go see it instead of just like like why not mm-hmm. just get Deadpool out of there? I'm okay with like doing a, a Marvel movie like Avengers at the very beginning of the month and at the end of the month, three four weeks later, you do the solo thing, cool, and push like Deadpool to, to July. I don't think there's anything coming in July that I'm aware of. Maybe that's when Jurassic the new Jurassic World comes out or something. I'm but not see, sure. I feel like Jurassic World isn't going to do anywhere near as good as any of these. No, movies. it's not. Um, so they have no competition. So it's almost like, why are you guys competing with yourselves? And I, I think this is the term cannibalizing a little bit. On their, yeah, they're yourself. eating their own leg. Yeah. Fine. I get it. But that's just a little weird to me. You were going to say something. It, I was going to say, it's just, it, it's very likely because Black Panther got moved back that some of these had to be compressed a bit. But then I still don't understand why March and April. We don't get anything. They, maybe they're just not big box office months historically as far as turnout. I just don't see how it can change by that much. Within we, I wish we had raw data know, in front of us. There's people and, and, who and, 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 work around the clock to determine this stuff, you know? You know, one point, though, to make is that Disney owns Deadpool because Fox, Fox owned Deadpool before. Disney purchased Fox, so now Disney owns Deadpool. But Fox is the one who still made this before Disney came and took them over. Yes. So Boy, maybe this it. this date was set like a while ago before the whole Disney cannibalizing on themselves thing. You mentioned does that. that make but sense? I, yes, it does. And, but I actually thought I had read or heard for what it's worth, and I could be remembering this wrong, that they actually moved Deadpool up. Oh, I don't know. It's my, weird. It is. My other little... Sli- I'm still looking forward to May. Sure, absolutely. My slight other little complaint as a fan, so why not just swap the dates? Make Avengers May 25th and make Solo a Star Wars film May 4th. It's so built in. You know, and it's just like yeah. that would be such a cool little wink to, you know, the unofficial Star Wars day, May the 4th be with you. That could They've be... never released a Star Wars film on May 4th. It would be kind of I just know. so... It would be like, such a fan... Service. Just fan service, yeah. Just a little missed opportunity, I feel and, like and that. I, and I don't know this, but between the but having having that, I mean, that's almost a month. Yeah. And having the month done for theaters and shipped out and everything a month earlier might not fit in with the filming schedule and all of that. There's so many. There's so many layers to something like this. Aspects that we just don't even we have no clue. And so. we will never will. 
So we just complained about it in your upstairs spare bedroom. And we have the right. And so Hell moving yeah. on to, uh, we have just this little line item that says Game of Thrones creators will begin making the Star Wars movies going forward. I've read that on a couple different websites that I go to for some of my fandom knowledge. And I'm just like, so? I, I, I know that sounds weird. See, but to me, I, I got excited I want, about it. Uh, to me, it's like church and state. Game of Thrones is here. Star Wars is here. It's, Let's it, keep them separate. It's not like, it's not like you're going to have the same type of story necessarily. I think it's just saying, hey, these guys can build an amazing universe. These guys can build amazing stories. And these guys can write incredible action sequences. Who better to take an epic on like Star Wars? It's true. Game of Thrones is ending in 2019. I heard these guys were supposed to um, be doing another project with HBO. Uh, Weiss and Benioff, I believe their names are. I heard they were taking on another project with HBO, something to do about a, a civil war drama, and that got either nixed or placed on a, a back burner. So they're looking for something. Yeah. They're looking for a project. And I'd just be curious to know if these are, if this is, has yet to be a substantiated story. Like, have the creators actually addressed these reports? But I've seen it multiple times to the point where I feel like that wouldn't get reported out on a handful of these sites without some sort of proof. Hopefully it is more than just rumor if it's being reported to this point. But let's just say this, that could change at any time. I mean, look at the solo movie alone had a different director before, right? I think uh, when they settled on Clint Howard, he was like, or Ron Howard, Clint Howard's his brother. (laughs) Uh, He was like the third hand in that, uh, or third Uh, butt in that seat, so to speak. So things can change. Very much so. I, I, I don't know. I'm still worried about episode nine first before we get onto the whole new series of Star Wars movies. And I've heard a couple different things. Like I remember just reading it like a, a couple months ago, right around the release of uh, Last Jedi, that Ryan Johnson is reportedly in talks to do a whole new trilogy after 7, 8, 9. I'm just like, what? let's not get ahead of ourselves here, fellas. We still have a, a whole nother very important third movie to do for this most recent installment before we start even thinking about the next ones after that. And it's like, it's going to be in the to the 2020 decade. I'm just like, it gets me a little like... Like you're getting... A little fatigue. Well, okay. It. Yes, I totally get it. They're doing so well and they're making so much money. I can't see them stopping until a couple of really poor movies come out and people start hating the brand and then people stop going to see the movies. Are you talking about like 99 and 2002 over again? Yes. Like yeah. at the only thing that's going to stop these is not it's probably not Disney going Guys, I think we should quit while we're ahead. No, we are, hell no. We're so popular and we're making so much money. Let's just let the legacy go and go on in this, you know, beautiful blaze of glory and we'll end it. That's not going to happen if money keep, keeps rolling in. So they're just going to keep on making movies until they've exhausted all their good directors and good writers and they go, okay, we need another one this year. And then they end up getting a couple of shitty people and then you have a shitty Star Wars movie, and then things start going downhill and tanking, and budgets start getting cut. And then a couple movies after that, they're gonna cut it off. They're gonna it's gonna be an Assassin's Creed situation, right? <laughs> Where every year we start seeing things and people start going, dude, this is getting too much. We're getting fatigue, and we're not gonna go see that movie, we're not gonna go play that game. It's gonna be fatigue for everyone. Yeah, when before- cheers turn turn into groans. Yeah. Something that used to excite you is now just feels like routine. 
Yeah. And yeah, so, hopefully it never comes to that point. Well, but I agree with you that, that I think it will. Eventually. And I don't want that because I don't want that feeling of Star Wars tainted for me. I hear you. So anyway. Kind of a cool note though. Could I mean a merging of such two huge titles, you know, at least these guys are attached to this, potentially working for this. I know that's a very like perks up a lot of ears and eyes in the um It's good it's newsworthy. It is. For those people like us who are fans of both, I'm happy to hear it. Oh, those are two huge parts of my life. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, hey. ladies? Right on. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Cool. Hey, speaking of nerdy things to talk about. Oh my gosh. Let's move on to television. We are again setting under the tree that is Netflix. It casts a pretty large shadow lately, oh, especially yeah. for original programming. And uh, so much new stuff. I'm just seeing all this too crazy much. stuff coming up. And I'm like, I have no idea what any of this is. And it is almost too much because I'm like, that might be a great show. But if I haven't heard about it on geek forums or something, I'm probably not going to watch it. So Altered Carbon, I had uh, heard about it a little bit based on um, uh, a co-worker's accounts because apparently he had the, are they graphic novels or it's, I, I what's it I based on? I never of? read it. I never read any of them. But you know the title yes. was based on something before it came to Netflix. So it is a Netflix original show. It is not an original work. It's an adapted work. But I did see some other stuff on some geeky forums and websites and stuff like that too. So the best way I could describe it so far, based on what I've seen, it's like Sin City meets Blade Runner. Nice. It's like a detective noir set in a very sci-fi-y type world and hovering cars and synthetics. Well, they're not really even synthetics. You're using... Their skins, your your sleeve, sleeves. Thank you. Yeah, it was the word. I, I I love the world that it's built, and it's so so reminiscent of Blade Runner. I mean, I continually kept feeling like it was a new aged version of Blade Runner. Yeah, where things were everywhere, and and ads everywhere, and signs everywhere, and lights. And I got that same feeling I got when I watched the new movie, where I'm like, ah, that is a beautiful, but at the same time ugly and dirty city almost depressing i don't know first episode was really hard for me to get through second episode rewarded me a little bit for getting through the first episode Mm, okay Uh, i know it's obviously if you take it episode by episode it's going to be a long season so i'm I'm committed to seeing it through for um for what's what it is but just not 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 pining for more you know there's some shows where i'm like oh my gosh and i'm on fire with it i'm ready to go and I'll go through it in a, a weekend, Stranger Things. Even before right, I knew yeah, how yeah. good Stranger Things was, before it became a known commodity, I was just like, this is really good. And granted, that wasn't an adapted work, so it was just like, oh, come check out this little quirky Netflix right. nostalgia vibing show. This one at least has a known title, and I'm just, I don't know. Which means you know that they've got this fairly well-established game plan, right? and they have a fairly well-established world because of these series that have already been written. Correct. And And I'm just, I'm I'm not disliking it. I know I can be a a little critical sometimes. Super onto it yet? It just hasn't... Hooked you. That that spark is not lit yet. So I hope to. I think it is. I see what you're saying, but I feel like from the get-go, the world in general and the idea that the person that you're seeing could be just another human being in that person's sleeve... I was like, I 
that opens up this entire world of possibilities for the way the story could go. So, and so that alone, I'm like, I just want to see this unfold. I just want to see where it goes. The main character, whose name I've already forgotten, the protagonist, how does he get this second chance? Kovac. And, okay, thank you. How Kovac. does he get this second chance, and who's given it to him? That's what I wasn't clear on. The rich dude who was killed. Oh, and he wants him to... F- solve his murder and this is not really a spoiler because this this is literally in the trailer but one of the richest guys in the world was killed and was re-sleeved meaning his his uh, what they call that they call him a stack so so every human when they're an infant gets a stack put into their back of their neck it's basically your digital self It, it records your conscience and your memories basically and uh so it's like a, what, a digital soul. Yeah, it's like your hard drive in a way. Yeah. So when you die... He's holding can, his neck, by the way, while he's describing this. Good job. That's Yeah, I don't know why I'm <laughs> You're touching that. your stack. I'm, uh, yeah, my stack feels good. Mm. Um, but you can, you can pull out the stack on a dead body, put it into a body of somebody else who's already deceased. So like the ultimate organ donor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, little, if, and, little... And, and there's businesses around that, right? There's businesses oh, completely. where it's like... And it's hey, probably dark and dirty. Well, you don't pay much. You get what you get. Right? Or like that little girl who was like... The in little a, girl who was put into an old... Like woman... Old woman's body or something. Yeah. And they were like, what the hell is this? Like, she hey, was a little girl. For. And it was just like, hey, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you get what you get. Oh, yeah. You and, get what's available. And so what... But Kovac was a criminal. Yes. Or terrorist, as they, well, word they kept using. Well, yeah, he was like a or rebel freedom so fighter or led whatever. To believe, yeah, he was anti-authority. But 250 years ago. Right. And so... So they were already in the future. Now they're super in the future when he's in this new body who's like totally ripped and like incredibly yeah. handsome. So you know nice, there's going to be some nudity yeah, coming course, up. Nice, nice sleeve you put him in. Yeah. And that um, just happened to be the one he got. And I'm like, all right. But yeah. I get it. Yeah, so he's... For some reason, the rich guy pulled a shit ton of strings and said that guy who has that sort of i don't want to say extra sensory but like something going on there. he's got something going on in his mind where he's incredibly well trained he notices very every little perceptive. detail very perceptive he's like got daredevil skills in a way yeah. yeah so because of those skills he was like i need somebody who can go beyond what the normal human detective would and that's why he grabbed the only i think what is the at least as far as I know, the only living rebel or whatever you used to call them that had those abilities. Yeah. And so he pulled him out of the, the visuals stasis. of when they come out of that plastic. That's disgusting. Bag. It was, it was yeah. like birth. It very much was a rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of gnarly, but kind of cool. Um, the parole officer or what is she? Uh, the slightly well, Spanish she's, woman? No, she's just a cop. Oh, okay. She's just I, a cop. I didn't get that. But, in the second episode, you start to see that there might be something more to her, and there's a reason that she's really following around Kovac as much. So they give you some insight as to what her interest is and what well, her. I mean, her, not her... yet. We're you and I are only two episodes in. Yeah, but you get the so far you get the sense that there's something more there. Yeah, there's definitely some hints. There's sure. a reason she is following him around and paying close she's attention horny. to this yeah yeah and the guy's well, he, and he's he's ripped yeah he's got like 24 pack it's kind of disgusting <laughs> not like in a way that's repulsive but just like makes me jealous me too 
cool. So let's stop talking about him. Um, yeah, screw that guy. So overall, you intend to finish it? Absolutely. I like the season so far. I like the direction it's going. I love the world they built. Yeah, it is cool. And so all of that, I'm I'm hooked. I I I see what you're talking about where you're not yet. Not yet. But I think um, hopefully. But I'm committed to it. And you will, yeah. Yeah, Slow But Steady wins the race. Cool. And then another Netflix original that we started talking about um, a few recordings ago, and at the time we just had initial impressions because we were only a couple episodes in deep, we have now finished Punisher. Yeah. And... Before we go... Yeah. Spoiler? Oh, well... Are we going to talk about details? I'd say just for the course of the next few minutes. We don't have to get like super in-depth... If you've seen it, you'll know what we're talking about. If you haven't, then... Why don't we give five minutes? Or less. Or less. Okay, ready? Go. Go. I was really on board, knowing that they did a good job of setting up who Frank Castle is. Yeah. Um, in Daredevil, in Daredevil Season yeah. 2, yeah. And where he's leaving off. And I almost thought, like... And I remember saying this in my initial impression, that they blew the load. They spilled the beans a little too soon. I thought they should have saved the death of his family story for his own standalone series yeah but they picked up after he had wiped out the uh the dogs of hell and the mexican cartel and it's like so what what do i do and i think those few episodes were slow the first episode was like really slow memories just like sledgehammering and flashbacks of his wife and and he's just angry and he's got a beard and he's accused yeah Yeah. and then of course you know the punisher had to come out at least by the end of the episode when he rescues the kid from that sideways uh card game and then it just kind of floundered a little bit for a few episodes and setting up it's very slow setup. I knew Russo, who he was, because I remember reading the comics, so I already knew who he was. I'm like, oh, that's... Right, the dude from Westworld. Yes, but no, I mean Jigsaw, as for who he'd later become. And Oh, you don't... You didn't no, get that? No, I didn't know that. Our, spoiler! Um, all right, we're a minute in. Um, and then the Madani character, and then the huh. Lucas kid. Was his name Lucas? Yeah, the the kid that became a bomber who was just couldn't cope with his yeah, PTSD. I, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, where's this all going? And Me then, too. I didn't know what was going to happen. But what a that. strong finish. Yep. Those last three or four episodes totally made up for the times where I was feeling like kind of in the doldrums. Yep. And Bernthal is just so excellent. He's so, so perfect for that role. Yes. I, can, I literally can't imagine somebody who's better in that role because he plays somebody who's just so distraught and hurt by his past and like has these demons, but is also the fucking shit when he has a gun in his hand. Like, and, and, and he, one of the best trained people in the world. Yeah. And, and he just plays all of that so well. And all the secondary characters really, really felt necessary. Yeah. Some of the, nobody seemed unnecessary at all. Yeah. And some of the previous, uh, character seasons, like, well, Iron Fist, that's an easy one to pick apart, but there was a lot of just like, okay, you know who felt unnecessary in Iron Fist? Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. <laughs> yeah. And Colleen Wing, too, but that's another discussion. I thought everyone served their purpose, played their parts well. Uh, I really like Billy Russo. You didn't catch on to the fact that he's now Jigsaw? That's no, one of, I just... Besides, no. like, Kingpin and a few others, that's, like, Jigsaw is, like, particularly um, one of Punisher's main nemesis. Nemesis? Nemesis? I don't know. And you notice how he took his face at the very end, and he's like... Oh, pretty boy. Uh, and like breaking his face up right. against the glass and he's horribly scarred. 
he's now going to become Jigsaw. If you look up a picture of Jigsaw, huh. Marvel, you'll see he has a very disfigured I face. Just, I, no, and I, his name I, is I, Billy Roos. Billy didn't, Roos. I didn't even know. I just had no idea. That's awesome. Yeah, and that was a really good villain. Like I still think yeah, that was. the best villain hero pairing so far in these Netflix originals was Jessica Jones and you know Kilgrave. Yeah, without a doubt. Agree. Uh, I thought this was a great pairing, though, and they played off each other well, and the deception and the lies and just the realism it brought to a a, a very still almost antiquated character at this point because Punisher is not really relevant in the comics anymore that not I'm aware well, of. Well, this is the kind of thing that restarts the it, comics. Yes, it rejuvenates, yeah. for sure. And I just thought it was a very great first entry season. It's his second appearance overall, but first standalone series of his it's own. so strong. It was really strong. And you went as far to say that it might be your favorite. Yeah, so up there with Luke th- Cage for you. So Luke Cage was my favorite before, and then the the first season of Daredevil was pretty good. Yeah, it was. And um, and I really, I I really did like Jessica Jones mainly because the villain was just so so good in that. Yes. But all in all, I think that there were times when I'm watching this season of The Punisher where I'm like, where are they going with that? Yes. Who is that Lucas guy? He better come into play somehow and have an important part. And I think they, especially by the end, all of that was delivered for me the way I wanted it to be delivered. And we got the resolution we were looking for. It was action-packed, but it was still drama-filled. And at the end of it, yeah, of course, we kind of had a feeling Frank Castle was going to win and he's going to walk away. But like nobody knew that the beating that he would take and the, and and that feeling that you got from him in his acting and the story where you felt so bad for him and you almost wanted the main character the protagonist of the story to die just to put himself out of his out of his misery it's a very and, good point and so any show that could make me feel that strong for a character and really feel for the the like the darkness and the and the just how much he kind of almost hates his own existence. Um, I, like to me, I'm like, you, you've bought me in. I am loving this season. So by the end of it, I felt all of that. So I think this is my favorite Netflix Marvel series so far. Awesome. I, I everything you said is something I'm like, yep, not in my nope, head. We're with. supposed to disagree. <laughs> I know. Sexy to podcast. Disagree. Yep. I guess we're just ugly girls. Um, Two last points. I we're, I we're over five minutes. We were in the five-minute neighborhood. Two last points I want to make before we okay. get off this. Um, it's by far and away the bloodiest. Oh, my God. It's violent as shit. Especially, and it does the rare but still very squeamish thumb through the eyes. The only other time I can remember that happening Game was... Thrones. And 28 Days Later. Oh. So two times. Good yeah. call. Minor problem I had, and I think I pointed this out to you when you were uh, watching the episode I had already previously watched... When he's getting just the absolute shit beat out of him, and he's on the verge of death, and who's inviting him to basically symbolically die with his wife in the afterlife? Like she's touching him, he's making love, yeah, and that's the only yeah. thing that's getting her through. And the whole season, he's and getting. She's like, "Come join me." And the whole season, he wants to avenge them. He wants to punish the people who made this happen. He's torn apart by it, and then he just goes, "I am home," and decides to live. And then it's like, "But you just you could have been with her for eternity, and that's what you wanted." That was just no, no, no. A, I, yeah, and a I slight hear you. misstep in the logic that I, was already presented. I totally hear you because that is absolutely what he wanted, right? And like I said, at the end of it, you felt for the character. You could tell that in reality, he wanted to die. He just wanted to stop existing because existing is so difficult for him. 
But I think what he's saying is, yes, I want to join my wife and kid in death or heaven or afterlife or whatever. Whatever they've presented, yeah. Um, but he knows that he has a role in this world. Oh, he couldn't do it until be, the people yes. that are responsible. Well, and not only that, like there's certain things he does that other people aren't willing to do. And it's a shitty job. But he knows somebody's got to be the one to take out that trash. And so he's just like, honestly, I have to be in this world if I'm going to help it at all. That's what I got. You cleaned it up in my mind. All right. So Punisher, two thumbs up for each of us. Very cool. And you know, it's easy to forget that that was actually technically last year. And then on top of that, it's easier to forget how bad 2000 was up until Punisher for the Netflix Marvel shows. Really the only one being Defenders. It's like, thank God Punisher came along and just blew Defenders away. Oh, yeah. As far as my really, enjoyability. We, we got Iron Fist and Defen- Defenders. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The last two. And we Super they were sour. both really bad. Yeah. And if Punisher was going to be bad, it was going to be like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, we might need to like scrap the whole yeah. Netflix Marvel thing. Yeah. And now we've got Luke Cage and uh, Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones season two, yep. both to look forward to this year. Excited. And if I can, just really quickly on the topic of Marvel shows, Marvel Runaways on Hulu. Still haven't even started I, it. I really like that show. And it's weird. I like that show not as a comic book based show it doesn't even feel well, like because you that. don't even really you really don't even know the comics that well right i mean it's not like you no, read it I, or got it I, underneath I, no, your I, pillow it's one of the that's one of those situations where no i never read the it's comics not something we but grew I, up with. I like watched a handful of videos i read some stuff just so i was aware of what the, the story fill. was so that when i go and i watch it i can go oh i get the reference or oh i see where they are taking the story stuff like that or i know who the characters are a little bit more but that's it. I did not read it myself. But as I a series, <laughs> I did not read it myself. I did not. As a series, though, it's that uh, group of teens that shouldn't belong together but do. And ragtag, you might say. A ragtag group of runaways, yes. But mixed with a raptor and a couple of powers here and there and some electrical punch gauntlets sounds like my childhood yeah it's awesome <laughs> yeah dinosaurs and it is stupid gauntlets. it's like he's the hacker and that guy's the jock but really he's super smart you just don't know it and if only you knew the she's real the me. geek who has a crush on this on the jock it's so cheesy but i enjoyed it you just spoiled like the whole season for me i did i still i yeah uh, and now the whole series is on hulu available to stream yeah so yeah, I will be getting into that. I actually felt like it cut off, like it cut off and it ended, and I was like, "You're ending it there!" Like I was like, "No, you're just getting going," which obviously is the point. But I'm super excited for whenever they make season two. Nice, yeah, that's something I definitely need to catch up on. So we've discussed movies, we've uh-huh. discussed TV. Uh huh. Do we want to talk about the Super Bowl now, being that it was on TV? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the Super Bowl brought us a lot of trailers, whether it was for a series of this or a theatrical release of that. We're just going to quickly run down select titles and give our thoughts in a quick little blurb. Can we start with my absolute favorite? Yeah. Skyscraper? Come on. Uh, Yeah, okay. Okay, let me ask you, and then ask this back as we go. Sure. Interest level. High or low? Of skyscraper? Yeah. Low. It, mine is non-existent. I'm mm. <laughs> skirting around it, it. Skyscraper. Okay, so here's what's actually, this is totally true. 
is we were at a, a friend's house, uh, Jackie and Josh. And what up, big listeners hey, of the podcast? Yeah, I'm sure. Whatever. Screw you guys. They're, they're like, you do a podcast? Um, <laughs> yeah, only for a couple of years we've been telling you about it. <laughs> and uh, and Josh specifically was like, you know, I'm so tired of comic book movies. He's like, I just want an original movie. He's like, like Die Hard. Remember how Die Hard was just this awesome movie that came out of nowhere and it was original. It wasn't based off a book or a comic book. He's like, I just want another Die Hard. And then an hour Cue. later, we see a trailer for Skyscraper. And I was like, Josh, there you go. There's your Die Hard. It's, it's Die Hard with muscles. I genuinely thought when it started, I was like, oh, I guess they did some oh, editing cuts that? to Rampage. <laughs> yeah. It looks like it, I could give a shit less. It doesn't look great. But it's but Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's end of days type stuff. It's big explosions and well, it, prosthetic. It, no, it's, it, oh, no, his family actually, is... No, it's like... I think it's pretty contained. No, it does look a little and more And his family subdued. is kidnapped and he's just trying to t- literally climb a skyscraper or something to get to them. I, I don't know. It sounds like almost like a... It looks like a fear factor stunt. I don't know. Mixed with muscles let's and go, prosthetic legs. Yeah. Too much. Uh... I did end up seeing this movie, so I'm not going to speak to it because I know you still need to watch it. But what do you think about the trailer for the Cloverfield Paradox and the, oh, yeah. the, the message that, oh, by the way, this is available right I after the game. I thought that was super cool. They the took marketing a page, was fresh. They took a page right out of Fallout 4. Yeah, Remember exactly. that? Where Fallout 4 says, oh, by the way, this game is coming out in four months. Oh, by the way, we have a mobile app that you can download right now to wet your whistle before the four months comes. It, w- it was a great... Um, it was a surprise. It was a treat. You know? Yeah. There's just an expression I'm just not thinking of. So now you'll have to watch the movie, and next yeah. time we record, we can talk about having both seen it and given enough time to go by that spoilers won't yeah. be that big of a thing. And I loved the original Cloverfield. I loved 10 Cloverfield Lane. And so I have no idea how this fits into it, but I, if it has the word Cloverfield, I'm kind of like, now I'm just curious. How does this fit into this world? When I had originally heard that they were doing this movie, I thought it was theatrical. Well, when I saw the trailer, I thought it was theatrical as well. Go Netflix. I'd yeah. be curious to get your thoughts. Uh, down the line, Solo. Interested? Not interested? Level of interest based on this trailer alone that came out? I, I, of course I'm interested. Sure. Because it's a Star Wars More story. so having seen the trailer. No. Less so having seen the trailer because the trailer... Uh, something about it just didn't do anything for seemed me off it did it almost seemed like you know how when you have a fan-made trailer and the fan-made trailer is okay and but you can it, just tell it's not but you could tell real it's not deal. right because they don't have any of the actual footage and they're splicing together other footage. and they don't show his freaking face in this i'm like okay we know what he looks like I, yeah now we just we can picture him 30 years prior or 20 years prior and so they barely hear you barely hear his voice or do you hear his voice at all? I, I, I don't, don't think even you do. Remember, no. You don't hear his voice at all. You barely see his face. The only faces you see are the characters you don't even know who they are and then Lando, well, and Lando. as a, you know, a young man. I do like Donald Glover. How the story though, the story they they've teased in the trailer is that he's basically um, a punk signing up as a pilot. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I guess I'll go check out this empire thing and serve my galaxy. Yeah. I don't mind that. And so I'm he's sure... going to basically, you know, enlist not knowing that he would later become a figure, of, you know, right. in the opposition against them. Kind of fun parody. But yeah, the trailer doesn't... It just didn't... 
excite me and that's supposed to be its job so i agree but something we can probably both agree moving down the line deadpool 2 trailer yeah that was cool yeah so did you then further go online and watch the red band one no I don't oh think I it's did. awesome it's just um, it's basically the same footage just with a few extra swearings and of course and explosions but yeah the cable thing pretty Great. cool oh sorry i need to do this okay another thing that going back to the the may marvel disney thing you're putting Josh Brolin in in two movies. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like on op, like two weeks apart from each other. And if you watch the Infinity War trailer and then Infinity Wars, Infinity War, whatever war. If you watch the new Avengers trailer and then you watch this new Cable Red Band trailer and it shows him talking, he sounds like the same guy. You would could almost play him simultaneously. And be like I can't tell which one's which. Yeah, but you can't tell by any look though. You it, no, it, the look it, is is different. But just a little thing that kind of is like well, yeah. that's. Give it again. More but I feel though. it's it's not. I like, will not hold this movie accountable yeah. for that movie though. I am super excited about for about the Deadpool too. trailer though. I love how they threw in humor. They threw in the breaking of the fourth wall. They threw in Cable. So we finally see what Cable looks like, we, and we've got we eyes see on him, him do some action, and everything was just like perfect. Like cool. I know exactly what to expect, and I'm really glad to see that the humor is the same as the first one that everyone loved. And probably amped up. Well, yeah, probably amped up. I hope they don't tweak it too much because I think they had a great recipe last time. And we get confirmation that the same characters from the first one are back with uh, the addition of some news, uh, like you already mentioned, some new ones. Like you already mentioned, Gable, of course. Uh, But Domino is in this, and Uh how is she going to play into this story? And yeah, I'm I'm super, super peaked. Like, it's, it's a 9 out of 10 for me as far as like, how excited am I to see this movie now, especially seeing more footage in a new trailer? It's it's right there for me. So if that's a nine, but Avengers, you say, is you're looking forward to Avengers more. Yeah. 9.2. It's got to be. <laughs> okay. It's the only way. So uh, also, one of the trailers that I, I kind of got excited about was actually Mission Impossible. <sighs> Another getting... Mission Impossible. No, yeah. Mission Impossible 6. But the last one was really good. It was. They're all quality, but it's just... Not all of them. No, they're all... Quality except for two. Two was bad. Two Number two was bad. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, we're getting sidetracked yeah. here. I Four not really interested okay. in it. I didn't even know this was coming, to be honest. I, I didn't either. I, the only news I had heard about Mission Impossible 6 was that Tom Cruise broke his ankle on the set doing a stunt. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, not really interested in this one. It's going to be a pass for me probably. I'll really? See it. Yeah, uh, I'll see. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Jurassic World had another one. I am less interested than I was before, and I was already pretty uninterested before. Uninterested. Me too. Yeah, this it's really sad. I, I don't like saying that anything that bears the name Jurassic Park is not doing it for me. Maybe my I'm just getting old and cranky, but I And it looks like this like, one we has, made a new dinosaur. It's like you yeah, make you a freaking keep new dinosaur. Making new dinosaurs. Yeah, stop playing God, we get it. And this one ha- it showed it showed a dinosaur in like a residential area again. Again. Right? Yeah. And, and I'm like, dude, it, it didn't... That, that was like one of the worst parts of number two. The Lost World, yeah. The San Diego scene at Where the they added a San Diego scene that wasn't in the book. Totally took liberties that didn't And it didn't was kind of like... I mean, it, it wasn't bad, but at the same it time... It just felt so out of place. You don't want to feel like... It did. It, it felt like it was out of place. And in this movie, you don't want to feel like they're doing that again. Like they're taking the same story beat. I don't know. Hopefully... God, I really hope this that's that's good, but I I have I'm not looking forward to it. Interest level in Westworld season two, having now seen the new trailer. Obviously, yeah, like ten. 
totally. I, yeah. Uh, get us some of that in April. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to be... A, I just a, watched it again with my yeah, girlfriend who right. watched so it for now the first you guys time are, there. And it's good. So someone else is yeah. brought super, into the world. She got and super it into it. reminds you of all the little intricacies because yep. there's a lot going on in that show. I'll probably have to do a recap. I would recommend it. You see a lot of things. Knowing the ending, you see a lot more hints throughout the whole season. Yes, I'm super excited for season two. What do you think about Red Sparrow? I think it looks like Black Widow in red. I'm I'm a little girl who was taken to be trained they as a Russian spy. They forced me at gunpoint. I will kill your family if you don't. Something like that. And use your beauty to seduce people who are dumb and get really deep in with people. But right. maybe the organization that trained you really has ulterior motives. So join this other faction. It does. And so, I, but at the same time, I am intrigued. I, I am too. It's another movie with Jennifer Lawrence. But I legitimately thought. If you were to put Scarlett Johansson in that exact role and call say, it Black oh, Widow, I would have been like, "That makes sense to me. That's the origin of Black Widow." Yeah. And so I have, and then they're making a Black Widow movie. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, and I'm, I'm assuming that Black Widow isn't going to be an origin because I don't know. Maybe they will make it. I hope they don't make it an origin. I hope they just kind of make it a chunk of time, like they are with all the rest of the Marvel movies we're seeing. But that's just it. It was just too close to that to me. Uh. Let's wrap it up. What else? Uh, Can we just touch on the fake Dundee movie? That was pretty smart. So All that for uh, that was a little tourism. Genius marketing, in my opinion. It was. Because I, I was legitimately like, why are they making this movie? It looks horrible. And I really thought it was a movie. And sure enough, when the actual trailer for Super Bowl comes out and you're just like, Oh, this is this is not a real movie. This is an Australian ad. And I was like, "Holy shit, that's genius!" No, there was genius. A, a few looks around the room, like, "Oh, they got us." Yeah, cool. <sighs> a few little head nods, like, "Good Millions job." Millions of people just were completely like. It became very obvious to me that it was no longer an actual movie trailer when Paul Hogan actually showed up in the fake trailer. Yeah, and then it got super slapsticky and goofy. I'm like, oh, "Okay." Any others? Not that I want to talk about. I agree. We've talked a lot about TV. We have a little time left. We're going to use it to get into video games. Some news came out about two games, Anthem and Red Dead, two of the games that I was really looking forward to in 2018. Saving Grace, one of them still on. Yes, one now of them is still 2018. That being Red Dead Redemption 2. October 26th. Yep, going to Rockstar Studios. And then Anthem got pushed back to 2019 altogether. It did. Uh, there are some rumblings as to why. Why? What is the rumbling saying? Um, one of the websites I went to, I forget when following up on this story was that EA wants to make plenty of room for a new battlefield, which actually might come out around the same time that Anthem was proposed to come out in fall. What would that be? So the last battlefield was why don't they just make a sequel to battlefield one battlefield one, two. I would love that. I know that sounds weird. You can just say, Oh, that's what DLC is for. But if they could, would you want it the same war or Mm. would you want it? Like a different war, Korean War or World War Two. Like, what do you? Yeah, I, I actually I hadn't thought about it, but, but I you just, want it like as a... great as a game as Battlefield One was. So See, just do I that. Would, I would want a bad Company Three. I actually, when you say that, completely, it's dude. I it's love, been a long time. It's since been bad a company long two. time since a bad company. Ernie and Hudson. I loved Bad Company One and Two. I thought it number two, especially for me, really worked. Me too. It paired the gameplay of a Battlefield game with. 
something that I was actually engaged in the story and I and in the people. Yeah, had a and great I story. wanted to keep playing that. And I'm like, dude, if you can do that again, because I think that that's what's lacking from all of the Call of Duty and Battlefield games coming out lately. But we'll we we won't really know. Uh, but we'll have to wait until 2019 to see what Anthem's all about. The more I'm hearing about Anthem, though, the, and the more I'm seeing of it, I don't know. My my interest level is is waning a little bit. Really? Yeah. I was. I think that was one of the coming was out it of E3 2017. Coming out that of it, I was absolutely. like, dude, I was on fire that, for that looks legit. It just looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And and I, if I can find a party of the four or whatever, which and never play, will which take. I yeah, which is always hard. But I even if it's just you and me, mm-hmm. and we're both playing that game, I could just totally see us getting into that. Yeah, and I'm rooting for Bioware. I'm really hoping they have a, a strong rebound because everyone knows, uh, almost this time a year ago, their last offering was Mass critically shit. Oh God, it was so bad. Yeah, and so. the reception wasn't much better by the players. So uh, there you have it. Anthem 2019, Red Dead 2, October 26. I think, man, we we. We, we we breezed through a lot of topics just now. Yes, we we painted with a large brushstroke. Yes, and we are close to an hour in, and I think it's about time we start to wrap this up. What do you want to do about it? I want to do our Shadow of the Synapses. Well, that's funny because I happen to have one right here. It's been a long time. Do I think I remember how to do this. So <laughs> I'm supposed to give you a synopsis, or you, me, but this time I've got you. Uh-huh. And then you're going to try to identify it as either movie a TV show, a game, a comic, or anything like that, Yeah, and correctly identify the title. So if you're ready, and if you listening on your portable devices or whatever, we want to thank you for it. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, we're ready. Oh, you're speaking for everybody now? Uh-huh. Screw you. All of us. This one's very brief, okay? Uh-huh. So you get what you get. Okay. Mourning his dead child, a haunted Vietnam War veteran attempts to uncover his past while suffering from horrible case of disassociation. To do so, he must decipher what is reality and his life from his own dreams, delusions, and perceptions of impending death. I don't think I'm going to get this. I, Should I start the clock? No. Um, I, I. It's a movie. It is. Um, and I've never seen this movie, but somewhere along the lines... Fairly recently, I remember hearing a discussion about this movie. And that is to say? I don't know what the name of it is. So, I I give up. It's a give up? Okay. Okay, given that, let me see if I throw one hint your way. Tim Robbins. Yeah, and I remember him being a part of this discussion, but I still will not remember the name. So, I can't fault you too much if you've never seen it. Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. Really twisted movie. Like, really twisted yep. movie. That's right. Um, you know what, actually... And I remember in the discussion, I think it was a podcast, so maybe... Yeah, it was in a podcast that I heard it. And and they were like, so where does the letter come in? And they were like, no, the letter's metaphorical. Yes, exactly. And I remember hearing that discussion. Yeah. Someone okay. actually... <laughs> what? Jacob's hammer saw. <laughs> it's like, well, no, 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 it's... A... So, you know, it's funny what actually spurred this on in my mind. So um, the warehouse where I work earlier this week, there's a guy in our department named Jacob and someone had ordered a new ladder for him and it (laughs) was in the warehouse and it just, there's a big sign that said property of Jacob. And I just thought that's Jacob's ladder. 
(laughs) (laughs) Like, and I remember that movie. Really twisted movie. If you get a chance, Um, it's uh, also two uncredited people in that movie. Have you know Macaulay Culkin and Vin Rames? Hmm. Yeah, how about that? That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Okay, well, Well, not the the return triumph we were hoping for, but you never know what you're going to get. It's a mixed grab bag here on the shadow of the synopsis portion of our podcast. But you know what you're going to get? You're going to get an awesome quote in geek history. What do you have for us? So I'm actually going to read a text because you text me and you started the text with, hey, Horace, because you always call me random ass names. And you're like, hey, Horace, don't forget that you have the awesome quote in geek history. With great power comes great responsibility. And then my response was, actually, that's a good one. I'll use that. So my awesome quote in geek history is going to be from Spider-Man. And how meta was that? I was trying to give you an awesome (laughs) quote to inspire you to come up with an awesome quote. So here is that iconic quote that we get from the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. You got it. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. This has been episode 47 of the Random Fandom with Horace and Brandon podcast. (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed it. Oh, that answers that question about who gets named first. That's me. I guess so. Yes, awesome. You're a whore. Okay. (laughs) You're a horrible person and I hate you. We've covered a lot of ground today and uh, we have no more ground to cover. Until next time. Which we hope will be very soon. By the way, Black Panther in our sights. It's a week from now. And this is this is big. I'm looking, so you know what? I'm looking forward to this more than I am. Stay tuned for next podcast because we are going to review that. Yeah, we're going to be right on top of it. And then also you'll hopefully have gotten a chance to check out Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. It's a paradox. So thank you very much for being a fan of our fandom. And stay geeky. Oh, and find us on Twitter at random fan- <laughs> Damn it. At random fandom WBB. What else? Uh, you can email us and you can tell us, hey guys, I really don't think you're very good at this. You should quit. But at least we'll be happy that you listened. So email us at randomfandomcast at gmail.com. And whatever else stuff people say at the end of a podcast, share, subscribe, tell your friends, rate us. Don't hate us. We love you. Bye. Bye.